You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. There's no pressure. You know, obviously, you know, we, we, we work to put ourselves in this position to, to be in the Super Bowl. Um, it's just a plus to have the opportunity to be playing in our own stadium at home. Um, you know, so it, it definitely would mean, you know, a little bit more to have opportunity to win a Super Bowl at home. So, um, you know... Obviously, that's the that's the goal. That's what you work for. That's what we've been working for. So uh, we're in a great position now. We just got to finish it off. Found a way to um, play four quarters. I'm um, trying to come out victorious. So um, we do that. We'll be happy and we'll, you know, get to enjoy this moment. Welcome back. Back QL Daily presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a football Friday as we get set for Super Bowl 56. Context picks coming up. Uh, we got a lot to get to. We'll dive into how the Rams offense goes up against this Bengals defense. But let's first start. We heard from Aaron Donald there. The Rams defense versus the Bengals offense. Probably been the matchup we've talked more about the last two weeks, what we've kind of foreshadowed for two weeks. Um, how do the Bengals block the Rams? I mean, that, that's really what, what everyone is talking about. And, and can they protect Joe Burrow enough to make this a game here and give those playmakers a chance? I mean, the, the part of this game that I'm most interested in is – how quickly the Bengals could get the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands and how creative they could get with Jamar Chase and those wide receivers. Jalen Ramsey is going to be a big part of this. Does he shadow Jamar Chase? I don't know, maybe sometimes. But I do love Burrow's weapons here, and I do love how quickly he does get the ball out of his hands. I, I'm i not particularly concerned that he's going to get sacked 10 times again. I think that game was more of an anomaly mm-hmm. against the um, – against the Titans two weeks ago. I don't think that's going to happen again. And I I do think the Bengals are going to find a way to put some points on the board. I understand the matchup, Joe, is, is difficult for them up front, as, as it would be against any good pass rush. They don't have a very good offensive line. But I have confidence that Joe Burrow is going to get the ball out of his hands quickly enough to move the football. Well, it's an issue every single week. And right. it's remarkable because this Rams pass rush is better than the Titans. And we talked about it previewing that specific game about how they send they can send waves of guys, and they have three that had standout double-digit sack seasons, I believe, off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. And and the Rams have more pressure. They can send more guys. So, <clears throat> yes, I'm sure that's the plan. But 
isn't that the one criticism of Burrow that we had even in the LSU days that sometimes you don't want to him to extend plays as much as he does because right. he's going to get himself in trouble or he's going to get injured and they have such a soft offensive line. So as far as that prop goes, I, I've been talking a lot about it over the last couple of weeks. Which one do I prefer? The five and a half for the sacks at plus money or the Rams at over three and a half? I think both are pretty good. Both are pretty good. I mean, I, I don't have any reason to believe that Burrow's not going to be sacked four times going up against this front. Now, it doesn't mean that the Rams are going to win and cover. That's not what we're saying. I'm just talking uh, through the lens of this specific prop bet uh, that, that many people are jumping out. Uh, Ed Fang is a, is a fan of the total sacks in the game. That's what it sounded like when we had a conversation yesterday about this specific matchup. And it does stand out as the one matchup that is a complete mismatch, a complete mismatch uh, between these two teams. Yeah, I mean, I could see, I feel like uh, Joe Burrow definitely made adjustments in the last game compared to the one where we saw him getting sacked nine times. So I don't think that's going to happen as much, but I think he's probably going to have to do some quick, short passes to avoid that. Like Joe G was saying, get the ball out quickly. Um, you don't want that pocket to collapse. And I don't know. I, I think it, I think this is the ultimate mismatch, though. I, I wouldn't be surprised that the Rams just dominate the Bengals offensive line either. You know, um, I doubt he'll get sacked nine times, but I could definitely see a few. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out for sure. Yeah. I, this, I mean, this mismatch is crazy. <laughs> nine is such an outlandish number. So we keep referring to it. But on the right. flip side, I, I think Joji's right. We don't talk about the Kansas City one. We don't talk about Las Vegas two because it's not as sexy. Now, if we go over three and a half, I'm looking uh, through the regular season. There's a four, five, six, five. And early on, there were back-to-back fives to start the season. So in the regular season, it went over three and a half, six of the 16 games. And so I think the number makes perfect sense because you're facing such a, uh, such a threatening front in I'm talking about mismatch. I want to get specific. Aaron Donald against the interior of Cincinnati. Yeah, it, that is a big one. I, I I keep going back to the scheme, right? The, the kind of offense the Bengals run, which is, is basically a variation of McVay, variation of the Rams. That's where Zach Taylor came from. I'm looking at the box score right now when they played the Packers in, was that, late November, early December? Uh, and I understand Burrow is not quite Aaron Rodgers yet. I mean, that's he's not the MVP of the league yet. But mm – -hmm. That day, with with a, a similar scheme, and I and the Packers' offensive line better than the, the you know than the Bengals, but twenty eight of forty five for Aaron Rodgers, three hundred and seven yards, um, two touchdowns, no picks, sacked once. Like I, I just I think they're going to find a way to get the ball out of his hands quickly. Here, here's what I wonder as we look at props and we look at the way this game goes. Does Zach Taylor stay conservative, Joe? Last week we heard him say, and we heard Romo say two weeks ago. And a lot of those early down runs, a lot of first down runs by Joe Mix in the title game. Really, the, the, the impetus for that was keep the pass rush off of Joe Burrow, right? Let, 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 and that coaches do this kind of thing. Even though maybe mm -hmm. it's, it's lessening your chance to move the football, you feel like, all right, I can't drop him back 50 times. I'm going to get him killed. So they ran the ball. Do we see that again? Because that will change the way this game goes for the Bengals. If they're in third and longs, I think it actually will hurt them in the end. I, I, I think they should throw earlier downs rather than – to say, oh, we got to protect Joe Burrow. I think if they throw early in downs, they could avoid the third downs and avoid the sacks. But I don't know what Taylor's going to do here. 
Early in downs or early in games? That's what's going to be interesting because right. what, what's been even more stark is early in games, and that's what he does. And, he, and he's going to run the ball a little bit. And then I just – we have a sample size of 20 games. Mm-hmm. 20 games this season, and we have a sample size of three years with Zach Taylor. Why do we think in the biggest game of his life that he's suddenly going to change course after the, that large sample size? I just don't. I just don't. And that's why I'm correlating a lot of my props to a, a slower start in this game for both teams and a slower start for the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, I don't think either of them will, you know, completely change what they've been doing all year long. But I could see here and there getting a little more <clears throat> aggressive. I just, as much as I think there's going to be a lot of negative plays for Cincinnati, they'll get sacked. They'll have incompletions. They'll have punts. I keep going back to for Cincinnati with this. If they make three or four big plays in this game, isn't that enough? Do they need to be super efficient to win this game? I don't think they do. I mean, I, haven't we seen them this year? Like when they beat the Chiefs in December, how'd they beat the Chiefs? They beat them on three or four gigantic plays. And I, that mm-hmm. element to the Bengals, if I'm if I'm back in the Rams, that worries me. You could do everything right, and then Jamar Chase just t- beats you for 60 yards, and you're like, uh-oh, we just gave up seven points for no reason. I was I was just thinking, <clears throat> I mean, it'll be hard for Jamar Chase to get the MVP, but if he does something like that and has a huge game like that, he should be the MVP. Well, he could he could change the game. We, we've seen it, Joe. I mean, That's what I mean. Yeah. If he changes the game, game, yeah. I mean, it'll be hard for him to win it over Burrow. But uh, if he has, like, some big plays that change the game. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Well, Speaking of uh, bets decided early, since we, we know their tendencies. Well, here's a big tendency. Even though they do run early in the game, they run on early down. Cincinnati Bengals' first play of the game has been a pass in 16 of their 20 games this year. Mm. So that at about even money, I think, is a, it's a pretty decent prop bet. First play for I the like Bengals' is pass. I like that a lot. Well, especially because you, you think the script, I mean, the, the, the Rams are going to be expecting early down runs, like you're saying but they, they take them off guard there with mm-hmm. a pass. Um, 
it's funny looking at some of these props. We're going to do the other side of this game in a few minutes. The uh, the Rams offense, Bengals defense. It's amazing how even the quarterback props are in this game. So I, I mean, I haven't seen this all season. Right now, you can find on Fanduel pass completions: Burrow twenty four and a half, Stafford twenty four and a half. Pass attempts: Burrow thirty six and a half, Stafford thirty six and a half. Even both. Their yards are separated by five. Stafford, five more yards um, on the prop, 283 and a half versus 278 and a half. The, the rushing yards might be the biggest difference. Longest pass, exactly the same. Uh, first completion, one yard different. Burrow, eight and a half. Stafford, seven and a half. Um, and their interception numbers, that's where you see a big difference. Burrow, minus 140 on the yes. Stafford, minus 172 on the yes. Who do we like for touchdowns? Where are the Bengals touchdowns coming from? T. Higgins. T. Higgins. We've been talking about him all week. Is the public on Jamar Chase as we as much as we expect them to be? It's plus like what's money. The gap, what's the gap between uh, just the yardage-wise? What's the gap between Higgins and Chase? Because I don't think it should be that much. It's 78.5 for Jamar Chase, 71.5 for T. Higgins. 71 and a half. That Higgins number has been bet up a whole lot this week. Something you want to shop around with. Early in the week, we talked about it was 67 and a half. Now on Friday morning, it's at 71. Where's it going to be by the time uh, this thing kicks off? I was thinking the same thing. I bet it at 68 and a half over. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, I wonder if it's worth waiting till Sunday and taking the under (laughs) also. You might have a decent (laughs) middle there. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> plus money on Higgins to go over his reception prop, by the way. It's a five and a half is his number. It's plus money. He, he's the, um, of the, all the receivers in this game, there's not, most of them, the over is, uh, is neg, you know, you're, you're laying something or you're not getting plus money on the over for catches. You would get it with T Higgins of, of the Bengals third receiver. Who, who do you like better for the, the over? Do you like Tyler Boyd over 42 and a half or Joe Mixon, the running back over, 23 and a half like the third option in the passing game yeah that's a tough one so with mixing one yes matchup wise it sets up that way but is he going to be the guy on the field is it going to be more mixed are they going to be trailing by a lot and where they they have to go pass 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 and maybe it's not as much mixing he's got a lot of receiving yards of late if you go over the course of the season uh, early on, not involved in the pass game at all. In the middle, there was a stretch where he was. 59 yards, nothing, 58, 46. And then the trend has been that he's a huge part of the passing game. If we look at yards starting with um, the second to last regular season game, 70, 40, 28, 51, and 27. So that's why uh, the mix-in number has been a very popular bet to go over on the receiving yards. Not so much on the rushing yards, because if you're going over on mix and rushing yards, you probably think the Bengals are going to win this game or be involved throughout. Sure. If you're going over on rushing attempts, you probably think the same. But the receiving yards could really be anything. Um, but yeah, I know that's been a popular one, just the way things have played out over the last month for the Bengals offense. I'm looking at the Bengals' total points here. This number's moved a little bit. This has moved down from from what I remember seeing it last week. What do you think of the Bengals' total points, 22? Not getting involved. 
I think it's such a wide range of outcome for the Bengals. They, I, and that's why it's hard for me to have an opinion. I've really focused on the props because I can see Burrow with the ball at the end of the game with the chance to win it. I can see a Rams blowout. So I, that's why I don't really have a strong opinion on a lot of this stuff. It's, it's mostly correlated with a lot of the, the early game stuff. In, in addition to the second half, high, higher scoring half. I like that. I like the over. 22 feels low. I don't mean significantly over. I'm not, I don't think they're at 29, 30, 34, but 23 points for the Bengals? That doesn't seem like a lot. I just – they haven't seen a lot of good defenses. And I know we're not supposed to put too much into that in 2022, and especially when you have one of the, the elite guys, whether right. you want to say he's top five or closer to top ten, whatever it is, he's a damn good quarterback. And he's accomplished a lot. And he's playing some of the best ball of his life right now. But they, he, they have not been matched up against good defenses. They have not been matched up against pressure that he's going to see on Sunday night. So that's my hesitation to go over on a bunch of Bengals stuff. Yeah. it's I, I just, like, as I close my eyes, I see at least two touchdowns for the Bengals and about three field goals. That puts me at what? 23 points. That's mm-hmm. 23 points right there. Without two-point conversions or anything wacky like that, that's just 23. Would it surprise you if it's McPherson with four field goals, though, and a touchdown? I'd be surprised if they only score one touchdown in the game. Okay. I think they're too good. I, I, there's too many weapons there for Burrow to get one. One touchdown would surprise me. Now it could happen. I mean, the Bengals, the Rams' defense is is legit up front, but that would surprise me. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, it's Becky L. Daily, presented as always by Fanduel Sportsbook. Uh, we're gonna dive into the other side here, and really, we haven't talked much about this side. I mean, the, the matchup has been mostly what we just went over for the last ten or so minutes. But what about the other side? Matthew Stafford and the Rams' offense against the Bengals' defense. The Bengals' defense that's been way better lately than it was early in the season. We'll dive into that, the matchup, and some Rams offensive props. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawkster, Becky L. Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. The Giving Props Contest at BetQL is giving away $2,000 each week during the playoffs, plus a grand prize drawing of $10,000. Sign up for free at BetQL.com props.